0: Is your money safe in Metrobank? Now, if you're in the UK, you would have seen all the headlines over the last few days that Metrobank's share price has collapsed by 30%. And uh, it, it seems to be in a bit of trouble. They have to raise £600 million to continue with their expansion program. This is a bank that actually has branches. Other, branch, other banks are closing down their branches. They are planning to open up 11 new branches every year. Uh, it's quite an ambitious plan. Um, and it, you know, these branches are very swanky branches in shopping centers and town centers. They, they, they call them stores, by the way. And th- this is probably why they need so much money to carry on with their expansion. Now, I'm just going to share my screen with you and show you what's been going on because the real question people are asking is is my money safe obviously they want to know that their money is safe if they've got savings in Metro Bank. So let's go to a screen now. Right, I'm going to share a screen which uh is is from some of the the press that out there that are reporting on Metro Bank because people want to know is my money safe in the bank? Now personally I I like this bank. I think they're a great bank. I've got an account with them a couple of accounts with them and they're really helpful I mean, you you can talk to people on the phone yeah you can actually talk to people that's right other brands other banks don't want to talk to you just like gas companies electricity companies, nobody wants to talk to you anymore they just want you to direct you to this site and this chat thing chat to a bot and it's just so frustrating i've been dealing with some this is my rant today that why these companies just don't want to speak to their customers they don't even have their phone numbers on on websites and letters anymore um, it, it's just so frustrating that you go round and round in, in circles. Um, they make huge profits in this country with with uh, customers here, and yet they're exporting the jobs to other countries. You know, they're making the money here, but they're they're, they're employing people somewhere else. And and these are institutions which are, are near monopolies. You you need a bank, you need gas and electricity, account and that sort of thing. Um, something should be done about it to control them because they're just really um, ripping us off in effect because they're they're just uh, holding us to to sort of a ransom situation anyway let's let's get on with the the rent okay so i want to share this screen with you this is metro bank i I personally think they're a great bank they've got branches they've got people in the branches they'll pick up you know they'll answer your calls they'll speak to you or help you in the branch they don't just say "Well, go on the website and do this and do that they really are a a really good bank I, i love metro bank um now it says here urgent talks were held uh, this week, Thursday, with Treasury officials and the Bank of England, after reports that the bank was seeking to raise 600 million to, to strengthen its finances, this is because they need money to expand the branches. As I was saying, shares uh, prices have fallen by 30 uh, percent. I think it was 25 percent yesterday. Now, this branch was the bank was set up by this American billionaire, Vernon Hill, and and then it was floated. Um, it, it's got. million customers and holds about 15 billion worth of deposit accounts they're quite a they're quite a big concern but they're not as big when you you know you compare them to say natwest royal bank of scotland uh, hsbc and lloyds and that sort of thing but uh, they they are a pretty big concern Um, the share prices were launched at 20 pounds a share and now they stand at below 50p per share is that a good buy i'm not saying buy shares but that's a big drop um so i don't think we need to go into too much detail here but um the share price has gone down you can see here uh they're, they're, they're what's called a challenger bank um heavily invested in, in in maintaining the branch network whereas others are closing branches they're opening them so in, in in the town where my branch is i think three or four banks have closed down and every time they close down that all the customers migrate to, to metro bank uh, it seems like some of the big the big uh, banks now, NatWest, HSBC, they're not just interested in little current accounts anymore. They, they just don't care. Um, and also Metro Bank have safety deposit boxes, which, you know, they charge for, but it makes them money. It's, its They're doing the sort of things that old-fashioned banks used to do a few years ago, and people like that. You know, they like to be able to go in a branch. People know you, they talk to you. Uh, but, you know, it, it seems like that maybe they're not popular with the other banks. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm certainly, I think that there must certainly be a thorn in their side because they're giving such good service now is your money safe that's that's what people want to know well of course you you're, you're protected up to 85000 per of deposits per individual per financial institution um in in the uk that's the, the 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 deposit insurance protection scheme so if the bank if it if it did uh, uh, go into liquidation your your money is safe in that in that respect under the financial services compensation scheme but if you've got more than 85,000 pounds in in that account then you might want to think about moving it because you know if you've got uh, hundreds of then you're only protected up to 85,000 should you move the 15,000 somewhere else well i would say yes and that's the same with any bank uh, i i would definitely think about not having all your eggs in one basket where you're only protected up to 85,000 pounds there was also another report that said they were looking to sell off their their mortgage book to raise this money, uh, because they, they they do mortgages or they have done mortgages, I'm not sure about now. Um, but yeah, I, I think it, it it would be a good idea to um not have more than 85,000 per individual in, in in any one account, one bank. I, I would spread it around. Uh, so they the Metro Bank has approached Lloyd's and NatWest West about buying three billion worth of uh its home loans. Um you know they 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 will need to fortify their bank balance sheet as it's as it as it said. Uh, NatWest has declined to comment. So so there you go. That's that's the situation. Um, I I also think that you know banks in in the UK very rarely um, get into trouble. They're quite well regulated. And the last time they did, when you think about Northern Rock, um, it, it was taken over by another institution. And I think that that is what would happen. Here we know that in America, uh, Signature Bank and, and a couple of these other regional banks have have collapsed, and uh, you know there might be some others to come. But I don't think Metro Bank is one of that type of situation. Now, all I can say to you is, um, you know, your money is safe up to eighty five thousand pounds. Even if they they went down, I, I personally think that they, the, the the branch network and the bank would be taken over by. Uh, another institution, maybe another bank, a rival bank. Um, I, I hope that doesn't happen because I wouldn't like to see NatWest or HSB start stepping in and then close all these branches down or stores, as they're called. Uh, because I, I like the way Metro Bank operate. So, so there you go. I wish I wish them luck. I, I spoke to my manager today, and he said there's no problem. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. He, he's not. He's probably not sitting on the board talking to people about how to raise the these funds but anyway he said there's no problem but he's had a lot of calls um, of course you could have a situation where you know if the news on bbc tonight said oh your money's not safe get your money out there could be what's called a run on the bank where everyone wants their money back they, they start pulling their money out and then of course the bank haven't got all the money that's sitting in the accounts because they lend it out it's fractional reserve lending they they take money from you which you think is is on deposit with them and in fact in effect you're lending the money to them um and that then they uh they lend that out you know that they make money on your money uh so if if there's a run on the bank and everyone wants their money out then it just it's like a domino effect the whole thing would just collapse but i i, I haven't seen any evidence of that happening um i i, I mean if you see a big queue outside your Metro Bank, you might want to start worrying. But as I said, you're protected up to eighty five thousand pounds anyway. Um, I, you know, I mean that there are there is talk about changing the way this compensation scheme works. Um, instead of you know the government say buying out a bank, they would buy in and and depositors would would in effect become like creditors and just have shares in in the bank. They would be issued some sort of share options with, within the bank. Uh, rather than just having their cash. But we, we don't know. I think that, that could happen if there's if there's more than, um, you know, if there's a run of bank collapses. But as I said, even in the last financial crisis, um, the big banks here, the main banks didn't get into trouble. Northern Rock was a former building society that converted to a bank, um, as was, I think, Bradford and Bingley. Um, and, and they were quite small players. And Northern Rock, I think, got into trouble because they were lending on commercials, and they, they got into commercials. But their mortgage book itself w- was was not in any any problems. Um, the the other banks, of course, you had NatWest bailed out by the government um, during during that period. But you know, people, no one's lost any money in the UK due to, due to bank problems. So so there you go. I, I, you know, the, the choice is yours as to what you do, um, and 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 take it from there. I want to talk also about um. Property prices um, in in the UK prices have been falling, biggest fall since 2009. That was only a few hours ago. House prices fall for the six months running in September. Uh, that's the Guardian. House prices, sellers wait in a month to slash prices are losing five thousand pounds on on average. Uh, again, uh, you know we've been talking about this for quite a while. Uh, prices have um have been falling for a while i think it's just taking time to, to filter through to the the actual figures um again here they'd express house prices plummet by five percent into 2023 after six consecutive months before we can just have a quick look at that um yeah i mean we, we are certainly seeing problems in in the housing market and you know, I'm trying to sell properties through through my online estate agents, and they're not moving. Things are, are very tough. Rental market is very, very busy because there's a shortage of rental properties. Um, but you know, other than that, um, things aren't tough. And this is a report from the Halifax House Price Index. The, this only covers Halifax customers, of course. And then the other one is the Nationwide Index. Uh, yeah, however, um, that's a lot of people. They're, they're probably the biggest lender in the UK. So uh, lender said... House prices fell by 0.4% in September, but that's just a one-month fall. Six consecutive monthly fall, and compared to a drop of 1.8% in, in August, that dropped nearly 2% in August and nearly half a percent in September. So, of course, you know, you're looking at 2.5% uh, percent in, in a couple of months. Um, and, and it's not only that, but the market has just slowed down. I mean, people are still moving, there's still some people moving, there's still um transaction taking place I mean, the sisters I've spoken to said yeah that it's, it's starting to pick up I think it did pick up slightly when interest rates were frozen or, or didn't go up in other words by by the Bank of England but that could change if inflation keeps getting out of control interest rates will go up again but he said on an annual basis prices are down by 4.7 uh largely unchanged from August 4.5 percent so, so so there you go um It doesn't sound like a lot, you know. You think four percent, five percent. What's that? But that's you know that's five thousand on every hundred thousand pound house. So you know, on on a half a million pound house, that's that's a twenty five thousand drop. I've had a client recently. We've had to drop the price um, from five two five to five hundred, just under now down to sort of four seventy. So that's quite a drop, you know. And unfortunately, things are just just not really moving. It's 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 a big concern for for the market for. Uh, for the uk market because property fuels a lot of things uh jobs wise um for in in terms of employment people spending money uh, spending money on on improving homes moving all all the services that go with it um and another report here by the bbc prices house price falls expected into the new year according to uh the, the halifax that that's the lender and, uh, the big lenders don't normally make these sort of predictions. They don't like to talk the market down. They talk about things like soft landing, uh, an easing of prices rather than falling and plummeting. They don't. They don't like to use this word. Halifax, part of the Lloyds Banking Group, big banking group we talked about, uh, said that property prices were were four percent, four point seven percent lower in September, um, and and they're expecting things to, to continue like this in, into the new year. And of course, we're coming into the winter months when. Things really do slow down. So you can see a year on year price change. That was the the, the 2008 9 drop there, 2010. You can see then it climbed up quite sharply, down again there, up, down a bit there. And and then, uh, you know, then we had that wild period in the last couple of years where prices did kind of shoot up uh, 2018, 19, 20. And I think a lot of uh, sellers are still in this mindset that. You know they can get high prices for their property, and people will be queuing up to, to buy. But but that's not the case now. It, things have really uh, sl- slowed down. Uh, Mortgage wise, we, we've seen that, uh, that there's there's better deals out there. I, I think I spoke about this in my, on one of my earlier podcasts. Um, yeah, there, there's that, that when when the the interest rates did not go up uh, when the Bank of England met last month, things have settled down. So so prices are uh, you know of uh, mortgages have come down of course the lenders need to lend the lenders need to to lend uh just just check on the stock markets there not much happening there things are all sort of pretty stable there but i i, I wouldn't have all my money in stocks and shares right now personally i think that the market is is, is very high so th- there's some other news renters chasing each home uh, jumps from 20 to 25 renters now certainly when i put renters on rental homes on the market you know i'm inundated with with calls and you know the landlords have been able to get 200 pounds a month more or 10 percent more than they were you know a year or so ago uh so yeah it, you know it, it's quite serious for rents and you've, you've got to feel for people that are trying to rent property of course it all gets back to a shortage of properties being built and a shortage of rental properties being built uh especially at the social rental rent end of the market you know governments have and councils have built very few social houses in the last, I would say, thirty or forty years, uh, compared to that big boom in the fifties and sixties and seventies, where they they really built a lot of properties, you know, tens of thousands of properties, and built new towns like Milton Keynes and Harlow and Basildon and Crawley, uh, and 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 you know really went for it. You know they really did expand. And because London was overcrowded then, as it is now, but a lot of people then moved out of London into these, these new areas, these new developments where they were building you know, thousands and thousands of properties. But that, that imagination is gone. It's just all sort of slowed up, and they're just relying on you know, private developers to, to build a few homes and give out some for, for social housing or affordable housing, which are not affordable because they tend to be on shared ownership schemes. And the other thing I just want to touch on is that we are seeing uh, some problems with people that have bought new properties in the last few years on on help to buy schemes. And I, I think I mentioned this before, uh, but this help to buy scheme is a government scheme where they top up your your, your uh, deposit so that you don't need such a big deposit to buy. But that that deposit now is, is still there. That that. That loan is still there tacked onto your ordinary mortgage which i think is running at now seven percent and you can't just switch it and get it get a better fixed rate deal so people are paying a lot for these deposits but the the more worrying thing is that they can't even get out of the situation because the, the, the the property they've bought say two three years ago has gone down in value because they were overpriced in the first place you know like a car when you buy a car new and you you drive it off the forecourt and you, you try and sell it the next day it's gone down by 15 20% immediately right unless it's some rare kind of uh porsche sports car or a rolls royce that everybody wants you know yeah that, that but an ordinary car it goes down in in value as soon as you drive it off the forecourt and with with new properties i i personally think they've always been overvalued and i don't know how they get the mortgages i i, I they must do some deal with the lender and, and the surveyors because they all seem to value up okay yes that flat is worth three hundred thousand. when you know i say well the flats in in the area are selling for 250 200 how can this flat be worth three hundred thousand? it's smaller uh you know okay it's new and shiny new and all that sort of thing but it's always been that way uh so i think Property buyers, particularly first-time buyers, get a bit of a raw deal. And I know when I bought a, a new house many, many years ago. Okay, there was a there was a slump, just like there is now, but it's a worse slump. And it took six years before I could sell that property for what I bought it for. That was in the in the nineties when it was it was it was a bad a bad run. It was a big recession. Property prices were were down for years and years and years. And lenders tightened their their, their lending criteria It's hard so you can get money from them. So so there you go. I hope we don't get into that type of situation um but you know we, we will see them. and if you are one of those help to buy uh, clients then do drop me some comments drop me a line tell me about your experience with, with that but a lot of them are stuck between a rock and a hard place we're seeing the return of what's called negative equity where the, the mortgage is, is, is the mortgage balance is higher than the value of your property so you can't sell because you would still owe the debt to the lender if you tried to sell uh, I mean, in the past, a lot of people sort of gave their keys into the lender as so I'm walking away, but the lender can chase you for years and years after. Now, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it, certainly six years is the time you can chase debts. But I think the lender could chase people for 12 years. So it, it, don't be surprised if you've done that in the past to get a nasty shock when they if they find you again and write to you and say, right, you owe us thirty thousand pounds, which was the difference between you know what you we we got for your property and what you owed uh plus interest plus penalty charges and all the rest of it so just, just be careful of that don't don't just walk away from a property try and stick it out uh, maybe rent a room uh to, to somebody to, to 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 get the um uh you know to keep to keep paying your mortgage or just try and hang in there and of course a lot of these uh some some of the, some of these properties of course may come with conditions on the lease that don't allow you to rent it out, or, or, or are a little bit um, inflexible in that way. But hopefully, you can find a way around it and uh, keep on keep hold of that property until prices then do do catch up, and then then you sell it or just keep it as it is. So thanks very much for listening. Now, what what, what you can learn from here is that you need financial education. You need to be aware of money. You need to to be able to look beyond. the the headline figure and say what does this mortgage cost what does this deal really mean to me and that comes through financial education and i've got a, a webinar coming up next week which is called three steps to financial freedom and we go through the three steps you need to become financially free and that's you know it starts with getting control of your money uh you know because a lot of people just don't have any idea where their money's going so it starts with that Money management is very, very important and also the mindset of of, of money and how you, you know, because what you think about money, how you feel about money, how you feel about wealth will affect your decisions throughout your life when it comes to money, saving, spending and and all that sort of thing. And then we look at the the freedom side of things, becoming financially free. So do check that out. Uh, I'll put a link up to that. And uh, next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Love to see you there. It's a free webinar, and I, I will take you through those, those three steps to becoming financially free. It doesn't mean you'll become financially free on Wednesday night. It's the steps you need to take to be to start becoming financially free, if you know what I mean. OK, thanks very much. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save and invest and accumulate more money. Thanks very much, and I'll see you again very soon. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit MoneyTipsDaily.com.